Ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens, welcome back to another episode of The Dashboard. And today I have someone very special to me in my uh, chat room today. As you know, Haley Peters right here is actually my wife. And I, the reason I got her on here today is because I really, really, really am in some dire need of Instagram advice. I suck at Instagram. I suck at social media in general, but Twitter is where I live. Now, this woman right here spends so much of her time just getting her Instagram to look the way it does, just putting in the effort to really put some good content out there. I've been learning from her for like the past two years now, and I'm just now getting into it. And while I was going through the little boot camp training myself, I figured, you know what? Let's go ahead and share it with the world. Let's see who else could use some of this information. Even though she doesn't do anything gaming related in particular, we could still use this to kind of better our own content and use some of these tips and strategies to see if we can get some growth going for our own individual channels. So without further ado, I give you Miss Haley Peters. How are you doing today, uh, madam? I am good. Thank you. How are you doing? How's everybody doing? We're doing good. We're doing lovely. So... I know who you are, obviously. And before people start saying, you know, oh, she done slept with the podcast host to get on the show. Mm, shame, shame, shame. Tisk, tisk, tisk. But before they get to that, why don't you tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do? So I am an online health and fitness coach. Um, I help women get in the best shape of their lives with home workouts, easy nutrition plans, accountability. I'm also a nurse and a women's health advocate. And then in my free time, I'm a cat mom and a wife. So it's pretty much what yep. I do. Yep. That's what we all like to hear. So with that being said, obviously, with you being uh, your most of your content focuses around women's health and promoting a healthy lifestyle. and your main platforms, would you say, is pretty much Instagram and Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. Instagram primarily um, would be my biggest platform, but that and Facebook are the two that I use the most. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, what are some key things that you would say is a good place for anybody wanting to grow their, um, their uh, platforms and those spaces? What is probably the primary thing that you would get started with? I think the first place to focus is kind of your picture and your bio, because when somebody lands on your profile, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, wherever it is, they're going to decide if they are going to follow you in the first five seconds of looking at your profile. They're, they're not going to read through your posts. Mm -hmm. They're not going to watch your stories. They're going to look and they're going to say, okay, I like how it looks. Let me follow her. Mm -hmm. They're going to learn what you do and who you are through your stories and, and through your posts and through everything else that you have on there. Hmm. But your bio and your picture have to be captivating. Okay. Awesome. And that's your telling who you are in your bio in one sentence. Mm, okay. So that's, that's really interesting because that goes across for, I mean, pretty much almost any platform that you're looking at, but especially Facebook and especially Instagram, those ones are so visual focused. That's why I like going towards Twitter, like, because I don't like to take a lot of pictures. I don't like to make a lot of, you know, um, well, I am making more video clips now, but before then I wasn't really doing too many video clips. So uh, when it comes to Twitter, you more or less are getting a lot of your engagement off of people seeing how you interact with other people. And there's still more of a community mm -hmm. growth right there. And then that's how you get the followers, because a lot of people they'll go to your page because maybe they found out from somewhere else. But um, mostly with Twitter, it's just 
they're going to read through some of your, you're going to have your pin tweet on your profile. You're going to have your actual, you know, description on your bio. But then when they start scrolling and they start seeing how you are on a, do- a daily basis, that's what, like you're saying, is um, probably one of the key points that you have to look at whenever you do want to make content like this. So what was probably one of the hardest things for you to kind of get a grasp on as you started taking this journey to get your Instagram up? I think the hardest thing for me and probably for a lot of other people trying to do this to grasp is you have to get away from just the mindlessly scrolling of social media. Mm -hmm. Before I started using my social media as a business, I would spend hours and hours and hours just scrolling for no reason, Mm -hmm. just scrolling. And I think that you, if you're going to use social media to build your brand and build your business and grow, you know, as an entrepreneur, you have to get out of the mindset that Mm. it's just a pastime and you have to treat it like it's a business. You have to put work into it to make it look nice. If Mm -hmm. if you're going to open a store, you're going to spend a lot of time on the storefront and how the front of that store looks. Mm -hmm. The same thing with your Instagram. You need to spend time making it look good, making it look pretty per se when people go to follow you mm-hmm. they need to like what they see if they ha- if you have a bunch of dark photos your bio doesn't say anything about who you are and what you do mm-hmm. maybe you don't have a picture that is even of yourself they're not going to know who the heck you are and why they should follow you so right. you have to whatever you're trying to convey you have to have it in that bio and they need to be able to look at it and be like okay that's what she does let me follow her right right so Let's say in my case, because my Instagram, I just restarted and it's completely barren. I got like two pictures yeah. on there. Actually, it's like my intro video and then like a picture of oh, watching picture. Shark Tale. <laughs> so <laughs> where, where I would need to go per se is I need to basically get more stuff up about me doing the dashboard. I need to get more things mm-hmm. up about um, maybe some of the gaming clips that I have, even though gaming isn't my primary focus. That's another aspect of who I am. And that's what I like about Instagram the most is that it is a platform where you can show those different facets of your personality all in one place. And you could also have it neatly organized. Like when you're going through, once again, I like to just compare Twitter because that's where I I am. But when you're going through Twitter and you're going through somebody's post, the first thing you see is all of their their entire feed is that they're um, all their posts. So you're just going to see words upon words, upon words, upon words versus on Instagram. That impression rate is so fast. Because you have all these pictures and I could see maybe in one screen full, I could probably see what, 12 pictures on your page and just one quick glance on your mm-hmm. page. So getting all that information in at one time, it's very important that you do have that, like you said, in an organized format in a way that people can kind of start connecting the dots. And then uh, there is something important that you told me about uh, your bio versus your actual content. And do you remember what that was? So it was, no. you told me, ah, I got you, <laughs> I got you. See, I got her on my own show. <laughs> so the thing that you, uh, that you mentioned the most was making sure that your bio was a quick little introduction of who you are, but not everything because you want the content to say that for yourself. Correct. Mm-hmm. So right. that was something that I wanted to go ahead and uh, get taken care of. Let me get this real quick. Boop. Just have something dumb going on in the con- in the chat over here. Here we go. All taken care of. So back to what we were saying. Sorry about that. We actually have your Instagram pulled up on my 
screen here and I want to show that to the audience. So let me go ahead and share my screen. Da, 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 da. Go live. All right, you can see that pretty well. Let's see, hold on a second. Yeah, I can see it. Excellent. So now that we got that up, I've got full screen going on over for the uh, everybody that's in the viewing audience, and I have uh, just it up on the side for you. So as you can see, your Instagram profile, it's so bright. It's so gorgeous. You open it up. The first thing you see is your face. And that's what you're saying is it's important to have something that represents you off of the first impression. You immediately see you. You immediately see who you are. Now, let's talk about these little bubbles here. So what's going on with these little bubbles? So the cool thing about Instagram, like I kind of said, you don't have to fit everything about you in your bio, in your 150 character bio. You don't have to fit everything about your life. Right. You have your post, you have reels, you have IGTVs, you have guides. But my favorite thing is that you have highlights, which are those little bubbles. Mm -hmm. Those are things that you can upload to, you can share posts from your story to, and you right. can make as many of them or as little of them as you want. And you just kind of highlight things that are important in your life. Like I have my bachelorette party. I have photos from our wedding. I have our family workouts, mm -hmm. shape. I have things that are important to me mm -hmm. and things that, you know, stories disappear after 24 hours. Right, right. We can save them and people can go back and watch them. You know, maybe somebody that has never seen my profile before, maybe mm -hmm. they want to know what kind of stuff I do because I say that I help women fit in home workouts. Right. What do those look like? They can click on the workouts highlight and there's workouts from way back. Mm. You know, they can see there kind you of, go. There I am. <laughs> and you can just flip right on through them. Kind of what it is that I actually do in terms of workouts. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's kind of, you know, social proof, if you will, of all the things you've been posting on your story that somebody new following you doesn't get the chance to see. Mm -hmm. So that's, and then let, let me just translate that over into a gaming sense too. So <laughs> sorry, so, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. Because that's why I brought you on here. And it's important. I, I understand that it's important to gather a lot of the information that you see from other people on your own, um, uh, into your own content. Because then what you have is that you start being surrounded by an echo chamber and then you don't really have a well-rounded uh, sense of who you are and a well-rounded sense of content direction. Mm -hmm. So then there's just honestly, just from our past experience, there is um, a lot of things in life that do cross over to other subjects. We know this from back when I was doing my veterinary mm -hmm. technician work and you were doing your uh, nursing work. There's a lot of things between two different fields of medicine, two different practices on two different com completely mm -hmm. different biological subjects but they still link together and you can still use them side by side let me go ahead and pull up the screen again here mm -hmm. boop bam and we'll just get rid of that there there we go so with that being said there is uh and, and gaming if you want to have something going on similarly to that or you're trying to set it up as a business or you're trying to promote yourself because you want to get those sponsors, you want to start making those connections for your uh, networking. If first things people want to look at, once again, they're going to look at your bio, they're going to look at your profile picture, and then they're going to get probably a quick 12 pictures in there, right? And then you have mm -hmm. those little bubbles in between, and those are a good little content strategy because say that you do stream, uh, say you like doing FPSs, right? Or you play like Call of Duty, or you play, maybe you uh, play Destiny. 
for some reason, like me. <laughs> you can put all of your clips in one little side here. And then on the next part, you could have a little bit of your family life on one side. And on the next part, you can have some of your, maybe you have a podcast going on like I do. You have a little bit of that going on, on the other side. Now, there was another thing that I wanted to point out on your bio too, and it was your link. And uh, I actually see a lot of creators that are starting to do this. I put it in my uh, actual descriptions for these podcasts. Hold on one second. Ooh, that was bad sneeze. So uh, basically, you do <laughs> I, this cat hair all in this room. So when you do have that going on, what is it that you uh, I'm starting to lose my train of thought. <laughs> what was I talking about? I totally lost it. The link. Ah, thank you. The link. Yes. So you're this. You have that link. What's the importance of having that link there? It's important because, like I said, in the bio, you have 150 characters, so you can't fit in all the things you want to say. Um, so the link is important if you have, you know, products you want to link to or you have an online store or you have, you know, a, a community that people can join. Um, I link to my pers personally, I link to my virtual gym. I see a lot of people link to their online groups, um, to their online shops. You know, you need right. a call to action in your profile. You need something that people can click on and go to if they want to learn more about whatever it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then this is something that I see as a mistake. For a lot of uh, content creators, especially on Twitter, because a lot of these profiles or a lot of these social platforms, they give you one spot, one place to put a link. So unless you want to have your bio wasting that bio space that you could be using to explain yourself and what you do and filling it with these super long links for all these different social platforms or on the other hand of it, you just use one social platform that you have going on in that link, then it's just a waste of real estate. You know what I mean? If you have a billboard up, mm -hmm. you don't want it to face away from the highway. You want it to face towards the highway and you want it to have as much information right. as you can on there, adequate glance. So you have these mm -hmm. things like Linktree and you have these things. Uh, mm -hmm. What's the new one that you're using? Milkshake. Milkshake. So Linktree and Milkshake, Linktree probably being the most popular, but Milkshake being one that you can customize mm -hmm. a little better. You have these links or these uh, websites that take several different links. So say you have your Twitch, say you have your YouTube channel, and then you have your Instagram, and then you have your Twitter, and then you have your Discord, just like I have it with mm -hmm. mine, just like you have it with yours. And then everybody has access to that entire list of your profiles and all of your content, and then they can just get to that really easily. So that is probably one of the biggest keys that I um, took away from learning as we went through this social uh, content growth that we had going on. So... Mm -hmm. Just a step away from. It also makes oh. you look more professional. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. I, I think having links also makes you look more professional because mm -hmm. you are giving somebody something to click on mm -hmm. and look further into, or maybe follow you in different places or join whatever you know online mm -hmm. community you have going on. Mm -hmm. You have something that they can do before yep. they even decide to follow you. It makes you look more professional. And it makes you look more credible. Mm -hmm. So. <clears throat> and then that as well as I'm um, having an email available somewhere. So um, they have the way to contact you. So and ladies and gentlemen, don't don't have like, you know, top fragger 99 at gmail.com as your <laughs> business email, please. <laughs> it doesn't take it doesn't take long. Ideally, you should have an email that is more or less based around um or it's, it's at least to a website. If you have a business, you can get a website email. So it'll say at yada, yada, yada.com. 
instead of Gmail, Hotmail, Yahoo. But it doesn't take but two seconds to make yourself a Gmail account or something. So that way you have something better than topfragger99 at gmail.com. So <clears throat> now let's move moving on from how you have your content set up on Instagram. Um, let's talk about the interaction that you have. And that's why something that I'm trying to get better at throughout the, this year is um, making sure that I'm interacting with my followers a lot more, making sure that I'm providing something that is tangible to people instead of them just kind of, like you said, mindlessly scrolling, something that really triggers some insight. So I see you do this a lot. I see you when you make these stories and I see you when you are you know, uh, directly addressing your audience. Talk a little bit on that and, and what your thought process is and how you go about getting those on done in a daily basis. So that's why I really like Instagram is because of the stories feature. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of other social platforms kind of integrating something like that. Um, You know, you have stories on Facebook. I think now you have, what are they, fleets on Twitter. You can do stories. Mm -hmm. Um, That is where you are going to interact with people on a daily basis. Okay. Mm -hmm. Your posts are going to be more crafted, more thought out, more kind of purposeful. Your stories, you can just post whatever you're doing all day long, right? Post when you wake up, post when you get a workout done, post whatever you're doing, post what you're eating. That's where people are going to kind of become friends with you and learn what you're doing on a daily basis and learn what it is that you're about and how you fit in what you do on a daily basis. Um, That's why I like stories is because it's not hard to interact with people like that. You're Mm -hmm. just literally filming whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, And it's not so much, oh my God, I have to fit in you know, everything about me in the bio or in the post or in the highlights, Mm -hmm. you have your stories that are going to be changing every single day. Mm -hmm. And it makes it easy to interact with other people every single day. Right. Now, we were also speaking on this the other day, too, is um, the fact that to take all that content that you already have and just another way to put a little extra spice on it is um, you have just apps for so many different things. You have apps to edit your videos. You have apps to edit your font types. Um, so what are a couple that you would say are pretty, um, well, vital to you right now that you would use on a daily basis? I think the main thing with apps like that mm-hmm. is those are more for your post because like I kind of said, if you have dark, dull pictures, nobody can tell what's going on. Mm-hmm. They're not going to want to follow you. They're not going to want to talk to you because mm-hmm. you know your stuff needs to look clean and crisp. Right. And if you don't have a ring light or a camera that's fancy, there's apps to make your pictures look better. So I mm-hmm. think some of the vital ones, I use um, Lightroom Mobile for presets. Mm. Um, and those are just, you know, filters basically you can put on your photos to make right. everything kind of look the same color. Um, mm. there's presets ranging from like 70 cents to 80 bucks. So it's right. not, it's kind of whatever you want the investment to be. There are some that are free. Right. Um, so I think Lightroom definitely, um, mm. Pixar is a free one that mm. I used to use a lot before Lightroom. Um, and then I use Canva a lot to make graphics and, you know, to put things on my stories, to put call to actions on mm-hmm. my story, you know, to make quotes look pretty. Right. Um, that's more for your, you know, to make pictures, put things on pictures or make words look better. I think Canva is great for that. Awesome. Awesome stuff. There's, and these are all that you're using on your iPhone, right? Apple devices. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I think that those ones are all on Android as well. I'm they are. Sure. There are a couple of them are on Android. Um, I don't know about, uh, I forgot what the third one you said was. Was it Canva? Canva. I use mm-hmm. Canva on the on my you know Chrome, but uh, I don't know if that's in the App Store. It probably is. But either well, way, that's what we use on the computer. Yeah. Canva is. 
yeah, a lot of these things are easier to use on a computer, which speaking of, as you all just saw, Instagram is mainly a mobile app. <laughs> like if you try to get on, that's what I like about Twitter is I can get on my computer and while I'm watching a stream or while I am streaming, I can have my Twitter page up and I can interact. I can do everything that I do on my phone. But Instagram mm-hmm. is more or less focused on using it on your phone. And then when you come to understand that, then you start to really form your content around that. You have to understand what you're projecting to and how people are starting to see your um, uh, your content. And that was actually something that I was discussing with somebody before too, when it comes to things like TikTok or things like, uh, what was the other one that they were doing? Well, let's just mainly stick with TikTok right now. So TikTok is your competitor for stories, basically. And it's those quick videos, which I've actually started to notice that they're getting a lot longer and they're letting people make longer TikToks. So it's starting to kind of make Mm -hmm. that shift a little bit. So what do you think in regards to if somebody were to say, hey, I like making videos and I want to put them on my uh, Instagram, but it's too long. Now, what do they do there? There there's two options. If you're looking Mm -hmm. for. Currently, you can do reels. Those are basically Instagram's TikToks. Mm. They only go up to 30 seconds. So if it is a, like a quicker video, I would definitely say do a reels. Um, it's very similar to TikTok and how you edit it. It's not hard at all. If you are going to be talking a little bit longer, or maybe you do have a longer clip or a longer video that you want to post, mm. Instagram will let you post it. It will just format it into an IGTV, which is basically an episode of something that puts it on your profile and also on a different tab. So there will be, it'll be on your feed and then it'll be on the IGTV tab. People can click on it. It looks like a little TV. And those are just where you can have those longer discussions that may not fit in the 30 seconds or the minute that they give you on the other post types. Awesome. Awesome stuff. So, and to kind of make a big uh, conclusionary statement as to what we've learned from this is um, Instagram is a lot of upfront exposure. And you do have to make sure that your profile is approachable. There's a lot mm-hmm. of different tools that you can use to kind of help promote that between using actual uh, categories, subcategories to divvy out your content that you have. And then there is a way to make it more personable by doing reels, by making those little quick videos that you do on a 30 second basis. Or uh, maybe you make them a little, a little longer and you put it on IGTV, something mm-hmm. like that. And then uh, that, of course, Instagram is a mobile focused application. So every time you make some sort of uh, content, think about how it would look on your phone. This is actually something that I have to do, too. Whenever you make a YouTube video, you have to think about what devices that you're going to your audience is going to be viewing it on. So a Mm -hmm. lot of people look at uh, YouTube on their phones. You get that from your analytics. And when you start to see that, you start to realize that a lot of those little minor editing details, they're not really going to come up as being that a big of an issue because it's such a small screen. So things just compress themselves and they look a lot better. Now, there was uh, something else that I was about to get into there. I had another point. <laughs> I'm just losing my train of thought with you today. But before I get back to that, I do want to talk about your goal on uh, Instagram with your content and just who you are as an individual and why you do the things that you do. If you want to take a moment to speak on that. Yeah. So I think my main goal in Instagram and all my social media is, is just kind of, it's basic. It's to connect with people. It's to interact with people. Primarily women is the, you know, the audience that I serve um, to help them 
change their lives, you know, whether that be through um, their own women's health, which is something I'm a huge advocate for, or through health and wellness, um, starting workouts, starting a diet, you know, being in an accountability group, those are kind of the things that I focus on. And my goal is just to, you know, to talk with and to help as many women as I can, because we're all on our own journey. I, you know, I started this two years ago, basically, you know, my own social media using it as, you know, business. Mm. And I started it when I was on my own journey. And I think that that's a big point as well is people don't want to follow someone that's finished or that has accomplished Mm -hmm. everything or hit all their goals. They don't, that's boring. What are you going to post? You know, they want to follow someone who is still in that process, who still has good and bad days, who still their, you know, their the good and the struggles. And I think that's an important point too, is that I just want to bring as many women as I can with me on this journey and on their own journey that I can. That's, that's excellent. Excellent. I love that because I was there for all of it. And, and that's why I love that so much is um, when we first started this, you know, this journey that we were taking maybe what, two, almost three years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was very, we were very far from where we are today. And mm-hmm seeing your dedication with the things that you do, seeing how you are constantly putting in that effort to better yourself, help me better myself. And it also set a good example as far as how I wanted to use my content um, uh, to reach people and how I wanted to uh, actually structure how I was going to present that content. And ladies and gentlemen, when we speak about this and we speak about it on a business level, uh, I want it to be clear that just because it's about business doesn't mean it's about money. And you really need to make sure you understand that if you're sitting there with zero followers, if you're sitting there with zero viewers, yes, you may be doing a good thing. You may have a good positive message and you may have all the best intentions in the world. But if you can't reach anybody and if nobody hears you, you can't wait for that to kind of just come along and it'll just magically happen. You have to put all yourself out there and really be consistent about it. My camera is falling. <laughs> oh my God, it's falling. <laughs> All right. All right. It's just going to do that today. Okay. We're just, we're, well, I'm just going to leave it there because that's where it decides that it's going to be okay. It's, it's, it's all right. But man, I was on a good roll too. Of course, the camera's going to start falling while I'm doing that. So, but that, that's my main goal is, just because somebody has a business mentality or they have a business mindset when it comes to doing things like this, it's because they take it seriously. And if you want to treat your content like it's a hobby, that's fine. You can do that, but expect to get the results of it being a hobby. If you really want to grow something and if you really want to make it something of value, then you have to get serious about it. You have to be dedicated about it and you got to put in the work. It becomes a job uh, to some degree. And your job is to serve the audience that you're viewing one way or another, or that is viewing you one way or another, you're providing a service. You're filling in that gap that people need, whether it be entertainment, whether, whether it be motivation, instructions for two, uh, tutorials, or that you are pushing a narrative to help change the world a little bit, to help promote body, body positivity, to help promote uh, self-love and you know the awareness that it takes to, to get to that point. And that's the importance of really growing these platforms and really becoming a little bit more of a, uh, a businessy type mentality when it comes to those types of things. So 
that's what I, I that was just the point. I'm, I'm sorry I went off on that rant there. <laughs> I really wanted to hit that while we were sitting here talking about it. Now, yeah. in the last little section here, oh, it looks like your video froze here, but it's okay because we're about to wrap it up. I usually ask why people choose the screen names that they do. And yours is obviously your name. <laughs> so, in yeah. that being said, why did you choose to not make a screen name? Um, I think whenever somebody is searching for me or really anyone in the, you know, the kind of health and wellness space that I'm mm-hmm. in, they're not going to search. I mean, they don't know. They're not going to search for fit mom or, or, or cat mom, you know, that likes to work out. They're not going to search for those weird usernames because they don't know them. If they're trying to find you or they're trying to find, you know, what you post on a the platform, they're going to search for your name. And you want right. that to be very clear especially if you are your brand, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not, you know, working for a brand company or you're not working with a specific company, you are your mm-hmm. brand. Right. You may be selling products or, you know, workout programs and things in my case, mm-hmm. but people can go to the website and buy that. They don't need you. Yep. You you're selling yourself, you're branding yourself essentially. So you mm-hmm. want that to come across very clearly mm-hmm. that, you know, I would never, you know, I'm associated with Beachbody. I would never put, Beachbody in my screen name because that's not all I am. That's not my brand. Right, right. That's who I partner with to sell workout programs and shakes and things. But I'm, you know, selling and branding my coaching opportunity and Mm -hmm. my wellness group. And I want that to be very clear when people search for my name. And I want my name to match all across my social platforms. And I think that's an important point too. Mm -hmm. If your name is something on your Twitter, and then it's different on your Instagram and it's different on your Facebook and it's different on your TikTok. They're not going to know where to find you. Mm-hmm. Maybe they find you on Twitter and they want to see if you're on Instagram. If it's not the same name, they're never going to find you. Right. Right. But I think it has to be very uniform and kind of the same consistency across the board, whatever platforms you choose to use. I know that's right, because I have had so many issues just trying to get my name to be the same across each platform. On Twitch, it's mm-hmm. it's K underscore cryptic. And then you have King Cryptic on Twitter, King Cryptic on Instagram. Thankfully, I got those together. But uh, just trying to go anywhere else with it, it is something difficult to kind of keep track of. And like you said, it's something that mm-hmm. you want to market it as you. And you want mm-hmm. you to be the face of your content, obviously. So you want it to be right. something memorable. You want it to be, you want to own it. It's just you Mm -hmm. really want to own it. So I love what you do. I love seeing you evolve every single day. And uh, I just want to thank you for coming on to the show today because you've been awesome. I hope we actually uh, had enough people in here to where we were able to inform some people about some new things, about some new tips and strategies here and there. And where can they find you if, well, I showed your whole Instagram page, but where else can they find you (laughs) just in case they want to find anything else from you or hear any more uh, information from you? Primarily Instagram. Um, I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. It's all, you know, Haley and Peters or Facebook is Haley Peters. So you can find me pretty much everywhere, but I'm going to be the most active on Instagram for sure. Awesome stuff. Ah, camera. Jesus. <laughs> Man, this is going crazy. So, uh, and just as an extra bonus for you guys, because I, like I said earlier, I don't like to take a lot of pictures and stuff. So this one here likes to actually take pictures for me. She does all the pictures and and everything for the entire family. So if you want to see more of me and more of my cats, 
you can definitely go and follow her on her Instagram and on her Facebook because trust me, she will take every chance she can to expose me. <laughs> but besides that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens, this is the end of this episode. Thank you guys so much for coming. And just remember that the dashboard is a place for you to be on the platform that you deserve or to be on the pedestal that you deserve. And it is a place of personal development. It's a place to grow. And it is a place that is dedicated to telling your stories. And if you are ever looking for more information or more content around any of that, then check your dashboard first. I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.